0: We are working towards building people's control of the government building community control of the economy expanding the public sphere and creating structural racial equity today's program is another in our part of a series that we're calling we are mcu it's a chance to get to know the organizers leaders and sustainers of mcu and learn about what motivates us to do the work today my guests are marge and john asbury who have partnered with mcu in the past and are currently sustaining contributors Welcome, Marge and John, and thank you for joining me. Thank Thank you, you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. So just give us a little background about you personally. Are you originally from St. Louis?
1: Uh, I am from uh, Effingham, Illinois, and uh, came to St. Louis and went to St. Louis University and uh, worked in the education field for Thirty some years in various capacities, uh, mostly with kids with uh, learning disabilities and various kinds of disabilities. And I was mostly in the Webster Groves uh, so area.
2: Okay, I was born in East St. Louis, and uh, uh, I have my education is in teaching. I taught grades fifth through twelfth. Uh, I'm a social studies teacher as well as a reading teacher. And uh, the last 12 years, I worked with the severely handicapped here in the city.
0: So it sounds like for both of you, education and, and child well being is important to you. Yes. Extremely important, yes. So how did you learn about MCU and, and, and why did you decide to actively participate?
2: Back in about 93, uh, uh, C4, Churches Committed to Community Concerns, was just starting up about a year old when we, when we heard about a meeting at Our Lady of Sorrows. It was a big public meeting, and we thought, well, we'll just find out what's going on. And uh, so that's how we got started with the beginning uh, with uh, MCU, which is C4 Kuka and Casey eventually became the joining together into MCU, Metropolitan Congregations United.
0: Okay, so your activity even predates the the creation officially of MCU. Tell us about uh, C4, what what were some of the uh, things that C4 worked on back in those days?
1: John was part of a uh, um, Task task force that worked on community policing.
2: Okay, originally, when we joined MCU, we joined the group, uh, we had a task force on uh, community policing, neighborhood policing, and I was asked to take on that job. And what we did was there was a person from each uh, police district, and I was one of those persons, and we all met. On, I think it's Jefferson Avenue at the police station there. Uh, to summarize it, I was disappointed in my own actions or how far we got along with the police doing that. Uh, for some reason, I guess we were all naive, I was, about uh, trying to uh, get the police to really commit to doing what we were asking them to do. So that, that's where we started, but it was on
0: you know the policing in the city. What were some of the issues that you were asking um, for action on uh, back at that time? And, and have we seen any progress?
1: they were working on was community policing. And it's curious to know as I look at what MCU is about now that they're talking about community policing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's their front and center. So that's
0: it was curious to me. How how was the conversation different um back in the 90s? I remember sitting in a boardroom
1: with a bunch of people and a jockham styler was at the yeah. head, of, you know, the captain or whatever. And uh, I kind of felt like uh, uh, we got kind of brushed off, like John said, and uh, naive, like he said, and have learned a few things since then.
2: Yeah, that, that's basically what is. I, I didn't see any improvement after we disbanded that group. And because we've met several months, about once a month, but I didn't see any uh, improvement then, nor am I sure about what's happening now. Uh, I'm gonna add an aside, you didn't ask this question, but I think it's a scandal and I don't understand it why there has to be two police uh, unions in the city.
0: Yeah, that, that's a, a legacy of, of division and racism within St. Louis that is very unique, um, that, that even a professional organization like the, the police department has two different organizations doing representation. Um, and, and, and it is a sign of, of a lot of work that still needs to be done. So what, what, what kind of role does faith play in the work that you've done you know, even in your careers or stepping up and standing up to, uh, the police, um, and, and advocating for better policing practices, how does your faith pay, play a role in your work for justice?
1: I guess my faith is the main reason, uh, I, I'm in this work, the, you know, the gospel, the, uh, great commandment of love God, love your neighbor. And then what always, uh, comes to my mind or touches my heart is uh uh jesus quote and i Isaiah that you know the spirit of the lord is upon me he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor to bring liberty to captives recovery of sight to the blind let the oppressed go free and so that is that that's what motivates me
2: really i guess the uh black lives matter uh i'm going to use that right now uh, because minorities say, hey, look at me. I'm here. I'm not invisible. And when you look at people, you see people, you are recognizing their talents. Every every uh, culture and state needs the the abilities of the various people that live in that community, that nation, if you wanna say. And when we cut out not using black people or any group because we're prejudiced and we don't want them to be, then we're hurting ourselves. And uh, this is where I think we're falling short is that they're gifted people in every community, every economic level that can help this world. And uh, that's, I believe in that.
0: So just to kind of turn that question a different direction, um, how, how does doing work, justice work, um, bolster your faith? How, how is it reciprocal to, to how you feel about being part of the community of God?
1: MCU really helps us to feel like makes helps me to feel like I'm making a significant contribution that I couldn't make on my own. Uh, I can do charity, I can take lunches to people, but I want to do something that maybe has more lasting effect or doesn't have to be done over and over and over. Uh, and that's why we've worked on a lot of uh, ballot issues. And But MCU has led the way. I would not have done any of this without MCU's guidance about with their uh, leadership, their trained organizers, and uh, I'm just a firm believer in MCU and and don't think there's anything better in the uh, in the area for sure and that's why I have participated in everything and continue to participate
2: however I can you know it's uh, like in Paul says you know talks about the body of Christ and it, each person has its their gifts well if you apply that to to the civil, secular life, this is also very true. That's what I was saying. There's giftedness in everywhere. And when we all work together, that's really, I mean, we're all better off. Uh, Early on, it just struck, you know, we were divided, like South City was C4, North City was uh, Casey, we eventually recognized that we had
0: to work together and we did form. Um, so, outside of the working on the community policing, what are some other memorable MCU actions or activities that you've participated in?
2: Early on, or well, I don't know if it's early on, but we did uh, work on the CHIP, you know, the Missouri Child Health Insurance Program. And from the Central Reform Congregation, the Jewish congregation, uh, they had a Dr. Plax part of their, their group or their church or their synagogue. And she pushed real hard on this and we got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did a great job. Interdenominational, interfaith, denominational, in her faith. So that is good.
1: And uh, then, you know, we got involved in each of the, probably each of the... Uh, uh, ballot issues and the ballot issues you know they included first of all getting it on the ballot and going out there and beating the pavement you know uh which we did a lot of and then actually uh talking with people and then later calling people and we worked on them all <laughs> so <laughs> I
2: think we did most of them did it tried to do our part yeah you know, those ballot issues we were fortunate Uh, We were fairly close to Booter Public Library, which is on Hampton, and that's one of the most visited used uh, libraries, public libraries, and we would uh, stand out there trying to get, you know, for people to sign the petitions and things like that, or we'd go, uh, when it was Metrolink, we were at the Shrewsbury station getting uh, signatures we were very fortunate to live in a place they had gobs of businesses we used that area to get plenty of uh, signatures as well as for the ad book and trying to get support for the uh, i call the ad book or whatever you want to call it now
1: uh we uh, as i look back I saw how many successes we had. We had, uh, you know, a few failures. I or one, one thing we really first worked on, well, we worked on the CHIP program, and then we, and that was passed, uh, we worked on cap, tried to cap the rate on payday loans to make the rates comparable to the military, and we worked very hard. And then the time, We had time constraints, and of course, we didn't have the money that the payday lawyers had. So that was a that was a big disappointment. But by and large, as I look at these, um, we had success in very many areas. So I
0: I had similar feeling with the uh, with the clean Missouri being. uh, Yeah. overdone uh in the last couple of years that that was heartbreaking after we worked so hard to get it passed wasn't it
2: i think i even went to springfield missouri <laughs> yeah. To get the
1: signatures yeah right and and as i recall somewhere is stolen there, stolen and they started from scratch a car was propented
0: yeah. out of someone someone stole this the signature clipboard yeah. out of somebody's car okay
1: yeah. something yeah. more than that i think i yeah. don't know but anyway and then we have some uh, memories of all this. So
0: <laughs> So did you did you guys uh, when when I started um, with the signature collecting and I think it was for I think it was for clean Missouri. Uh, that was a that was sort of a big step for me and I was I was nervous about it and I didn't know about approaching people. Did you guys have that that initial hesitation too? Uh,
2: I did. Yes. But once I got into it and uh, when people were positive for what we were doing, uh, then that eased my, my tension and reluctance. So.
1: Yeah, it was never easy, you know, to put yourself out there and uh, possibly face rejection. But um, like John said, when you get the positives, that that keeps you going. And MCU, you know, the idea of the importance of it, you know, I guess kept me going, too.
0: And, and, and then after a while, you, you realize that you filled one sheet and then a second sheet. And next thing you know, you've, you've gotten quite a few, haven't you? Yes. Yeah, yes. yes, yeah.
1: yes. Thank you for all you did. We're working, working
2: together. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So are there any issues that MCU is working on now that you're excited about that you see uh, us working on?
2: Uh, it's definitely the environment. We are very fortunate to have Beth Gutzler at uh, doing that work right now. and Because at Our Lady of Sorrows, uh, after reading uh, Pope Francis's encyclical, Laudato Si, uh, you know, care of the common home. Lots of people, you know, we, we've uh, zoomed with international groups and uh, national groups here. I, I really got a shot in the arm where on the international or even the national, even though it was written by Pope, you know, Catholic, it is taken up by lots of other folks, denominations, people who are powerful people in other denominations. And that is so good.
1: And I guess one of our intent overall is to make a difference in our archdiocese, to bring it to the attention of the archdiocese, and uh, you know we're gradually getting there. And uh, just yeah, that's that's and Beth Beth Gutzler, as John said, is really uh, the organizer is really helping us lead the way and moving us forward so like i said we appreciate those organizers and i know everybody in our group is extremely grateful for their leadership and mcu is uh, from we learned from the very beginning from training that it's about organized people and organized money and so i uh, uh, we have always participated like john said in the ad book a resource guide or jamming for justice uh, uh Because you know, well, that's one way you know we can help and keep keep our organizers and keep our organizations. So we've spent a significant amount of time there to uh, pounding the pavement and getting those ads and uh, et cetera, et cetera. So,
0: so you can can you talk a little bit more? You you talked about um, you know contributing and working on the ad book. Um, why why you're motivated to contribute financially to MCU?
2: I guess we believe, obviously, we believe in the work that they're doing. I like, you know, the I call it the ad book, what is it? The resource guide that we've had before the COVID. We let people know that we want to support our local businesses. I believe we you know I said previously that we are fortunate to live where we were because we had all these businesses small businesses i I she Marge and I uh, concentrated on the small businesses and in other words we didn't usually sell the big ads, not the full page or anything like that but we encourage small businesses to support each other. So it's it's supporting each other just to, to keep the, the community alive.
0: I like that the two of you seem to even have a plan for selling those spaces in the ad book of you're not targeting the big ads, you're going to go for uh, a, a a certain number of of smaller businesses, smaller ads. You, you guys were even organized within your family structure uh, to 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 meet the goals that you needed to. That's that's wonderful. So there's a lot that uh, we can get overwhelmed with uh, when we're talking about public policy these days, and it sometimes it feels like one step forward, two steps back. What gives you hope, and what motivates you to stay engaged?
1: Yeah, that's a tough. That's a tough question because I struggle with keeping hope. And when, as I look at all the things that are happening and, um, so, uh, I guess prayer is one thing. And then the, uh, the work of other people, you know, when other people keep going, then I'm encouraged to keep my hope going in, um, uh, it's, it's, a, it's really a battle, especially right now with all that seems to be going on, you know, seems to be going on. So it's a struggle for me to keep, to be hopeful.
2: I I think uh, social justice, the passion for equality, to helping people. But there are so many good, good, good people. I know it's a hard thing for me as a white person to understand fully the problems that poor people uh, encounter especially if you if your skin is is darker but it's the desire to unify not separate we need to work together in a respectful way and uh, when we go to meetings i'm not going to a meeting or uh, that says, well, I am a white guy. I'm financially situated. I don't have to worry. And I'm going to come in and help you. Uh, uh-uh. It doesn't work that way. It has to be equal and respectful. So that's anyway, that's what keeps
0: me going. Okay, great. So I think my last question for you then is, if you're talking to somebody and trying to convince them to participate or give to MCU? What what do you tell them?
1: I think, you know, our group at Our Lady of Sorrows uh, right now, our Care of Creation team is experiencing what the power and the goals of MCU, and I think some of them have become sustainers. And so that's one way uh to people to experience uh what mcu uh, is trying to lead us in you know the uh s- such important issues you know as the environment i guess that's what when i lose hope uh i see the issues that are facing us is so crucial that um uh, but then I need to concentrate on the good people, the people like you and everybody else who's really leading the way rather than the other things. But maybe maybe people have to experience what MCU see the effects of the work that MCU is doing.
2: One of the things uh, it was a blessing was a couple of years ago or at least last year in 20, uh, we decided that we five or six people in our group of care for creation was just a little too small to affect anything. And we we thought, well, uh, our new Archbishop is coming, Rosensky is coming to St. Louis. We would like to have a, an audience with them. Well, you know, we looked around five people. I don't think so. So we talked to MCU and they... Well, anyway, with their expertise, their knowledge, we've expanded and we have a foothold in uh, the archdiocese. At least we know people and they're they're going to bat for us. That is you know, how we we did. We expanded. We got religious orders, uh, religious women, and we even got Peter Raven to to sign on to what we were doing. <laughs> so, uh, you know, a little group of people who do not have expertise in anything, not at least not in the environment, was able, were able to get uh, the foothold. And, you know, the, uh, and so I think we're making a little progress. So we're very happy about that.
0: Okay, great. And and Peter Raven uh, was former director of Missouri Botanical Gardens, correct? Yes, correct. All right. So you were able to uh, get your group to to meet with him on on that, correct? Well, we didn't that... really meet with him. We just
2: he, he backed us up, and we were able to put his name on uh, a letter that we sent to the archdiocese.
1: And he did say if we needed anything, and yeah. we bought his book and. Passed, got bought a second copy, passed it around. And so I think if we really called on him,
2: he would uh, help. He would I help. Think, us. Yeah. 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 He, we found out that he had some input on the Dato C. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a
1: lot, probably a lot of input.
0: Well, that that's definitely connections to power. Then uh, <laughs> we, we talk about that a lot at MCU is finding out, uh, thinking about who you're connected to, who, who would have influence. Um, in your community, and someone that uh, was an advisor onto the, into the Pope's encyclical is definitely somebody with some influence, isn't it? Yes, yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. And that was yeah. another thing with MCU; they did the power analysis. That always uh, uh, to pick to f- pick uh, we try and figure out. Well, what do we want to work on this year? And they do this power analysis, yeah. which I was always amazed to? at. You know, so the the uh, expertise that they had.
0: I wanna thank both of you, Marge and John Asbury, for uh, joining us today. Uh, You've been great partners with MCU uh, for many years and are also sustaining contributors. And I wanna put out uh, an invitation to those who are listening. If you are ready to join us in this work for justice in the St. Louis area, contact us at 314-367-3484, or you can email to office at mcustl.com, You can also learn more about us and contribute to MCU at our website, mcustlewis.org. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for news and events. I'm Kevin Prang, and you've been listening to This Is What Democracy Sounds Like. Tune in again next time, and thank you for listening.